Young people of God, are you listening? Disciples don't go with the flow. We're in the world, but we're not of it. We don't leave this place the way we found it. Through Christ, we turn the world upside down. It's The Uproar, coming July 26th through the 28th to First Arena in Elmira, New York. The Uproar. This conference exists to ignite your passion, define your calling, and launch you to action for the kingdom. Experience incredible worship, breakout sessions, and messages. He wants those people saved just like you want them saved. We need to return to this heart of, even though I can't see how my school is going to be changed. At your word, I'm going to preach. At your word, I'm going to do what you've asked me to do. God, at your word, I will. Plus concerts with artists Cannon and Gavi. This event is absolutely free. For more information, go to theuproar.org. Be the generation to change the world. Be His Uproar. Hey guys, thank you so much for logging in and listening to the podcast again. We thank you so much for sharing and letting other people know what's going on at the Uproar and the podcast we're putting out every week. Again, this is Cody joined by Zach and we're really excited to get into this topic of why do bad things happen. Just this week, we had a young man in our youth ministry pass away from a freak accident. And it's it's heartbreaking and it's sad. And we want to talk about it, though, because oftentimes people indict God or blame God for what the devil has done. And we want to make sure that never happens and that doesn't happen because God is good all the time. And the old people used to say it like this, and all the time, God is good. And that's absolutely true. So we want to talk about it for the next few minutes with you. Why do bad things happen? So many times I run into the question where people will ask me, you know, if God is real and God is good and God is love like you always teach, then how come there's people in the world that are starving? Or how come these bad things happen? How come so-and-so went to church, but bad things happen in their lives? And you see, it all stems back to when we we started removing God from, from our lives and from our schools and from just our daily routines. Because you see, you know, in reality, God's given us free will to do what it is that we should choose to do. So sometimes when we remove God from the situation, the only time we pull him back in is when we need someone to blame for something. So, you know, oftentimes it's funny because we'll see people that'll say, you know, there is no God, I don't believe in God. But then as soon as something bad happens, they immediately turn it back around. And now all of a sudden God exists again because they need someone to blame. But it's funny because no one ever wants to turn the blame around to where it rightfully belongs. And I believe that's a twofold thing that I'll kind of open up in a minute. But I believe that a lot of people throw blame and, and indict God on a problem that really resolves from an attack from the enemy. But as I was saying, I believe that's twofold because I think that sometimes we'll convince ourselves that God or the devil or something bad has happened in our lives simply just based on us making a poor decision. So I think it's really important that we become educated in the fact that God is good. God is always good and never bad. He yeah. always gives life and never death. Right. And He always loves us no matter what the situation. Yeah. But you see, people have really made that such a conditional love. And, you know, they've made it God. I hear people say funny things like God gives His toughest battles to His strongest soldiers. That's such a lie. God doesn't give battles. God gives breakthrough to battles. God doesn't give people hardships. God doesn't give people sickness. God doesn't give people bad things in their lives. God gives breakthrough to every bad situation that we open our lives up to. Yeah, that's good. And honestly, a lot of people, they'll, they'll think it's God punishing. But 
God's not bringing punishment. Sometimes his hand is just, it's, it's moved because we've asked him to leave our government, our schools, our families. He's not a focal point in many places. And I believe we need to get stubborn about having God's hand in our life. Uh, Moses said it like this. He was praying in Exodus verse uh, chapter 33, verse 15. He said, if your presence does not go with me, don't lead us up from here. He's saying, God, I don't, want, I don't want to go without your presence. I don't want to go without your hand. And I love Isaiah 58, verse 8. It says it like this. It says, then your salvation will come like the dawn and your wounds will quickly heal. Your godliness will lead you forward and the glory of God will protect you from behind. I love that godliness will lead us, that godliness will protect us. And honestly, we love what God can do in his hand of protection. And we got to make sure that we allow him to be in our lives because it's kind of like an umbrella. We talked about this in youth ministry the other night that it's it's sort of like an umbrella when you're serving God, that you are protected. You have this place of safety. Uh, Psalm 15 verse 1 says, O Lord, who may abide in your tent, who may dwell on your holy hill? And he goes and talks about who can and who does not. But I love the fact that it's us who decide the hill we climb or the hill we don't climb. And we have a choice to stand under God's hand or to stand outside of God's hand or under the umbrella or outside of the umbrella. And we have to recognize that it's our choice when we step outside of an umbrella that it's sometimes bad things happen because of our decisions to step outside of who God is and what God has done. And unfortunately, that's when, when horrible things can happen. And I want to make sure, and we're so passionate about, about conference and about week to week, because we want people to serve God. We want them to see God's hand in their life every single day. And unfortunately, many people are in and out all the time. And uh, that's when some bad things can start to happen, when we walk away from God's protective hand. Yeah, I think <clears throat> I think that's such an incredible illustration to think about, to be under an umbrella of God. And the reason I think it's so powerful and so accurate is because even if you're under an umbrella, that doesn't change the fact that it's still raining outside from under that umbrella. It doesn't, you know, if you open an umbrella outside, it doesn't stop the rain altogether. It simply shields you from the rain that's happening around you. And the Bible says that the rain will fall on the just and the unjust alike. But the amazing thing about serving the God that we serve is that when you serve him, you stand under that umbrella. So even though the rain is falling around you, it doesn't mean that you have to get soaked. And God does say that he will make all things work together yeah. for the good of those who love him. So sometimes even when we make that foolish mistake to step outside from under that umbrella, to step out in the rain, to allow ourselves to say, I can handle this on my own for a little while. I don't need your help, God. When we realize that every time we step out from under the umbrella, we get soaked, God shows us that even though we stepped out, he can still make that work for the good of his plan. Yeah, and we, we have to indict properly. Indict is just a, a, a court word on giving blame and placing blame. We have to place blame properly. Uh, Job 1 verse 22 says it like this, and all of this, Job did not sin by blaming God. And John 10 10 describes the gospel so well of yeah, the true. thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come to give you life and life more abundantly. See, when I was a when I was a child, probably five or six, 
my uncle Eddie passed away and he was like one of my heroes. We all have childhood heroes. And it was wild because he passed away and I was heartbroken. I was just a child. And I remember my parents telling us and then leaving the room and me and my brother were both heartbroken. But I also remember, I think it was my mom, she walked back in and she said, boys, it's sad. But we need to place blame where it belongs. It wasn't God who took your uncle. It was the devil. And you should decide in your heart that the devil will pay for what he's taken from you. See, when we blame God, the enemy wins on two places. One, he created turmoil. And now our hearts have turned against God. we got to place blame where it belongs. See, we need to decide in our heart to hell with the devil. As Zach was just saying, he makes all things work together for the good of those who love him. There's a historical story about an explorer um, named Cortez who landed in South America and they were going to explore and try to find gold. And the, the, the false story is that they burned the ships when they got there. What they actually did is when they landed, they took the ships apart and repurposed them. See, God can repurpose the pain. God can repurpose those situations to launch you forward into the next season, the next thing, and for victory even though there's pain even though bad things have happened god will use them for victory every single time yeah and i really do think it's important that you know whenever something tragic happens in your life you are naturally going to place a blame on something yeah because we're people who we have to have a verdict we have to you know and that's i think that's one of the biggest issues with us is that we always have to have the why and sometimes i think it's just important to say we don't need the why to have faith in God. See, everyone in my family could pass away and it wouldn't change my faith. It wouldn't shake me from where I stand. But as people, as humans, we have to place blame for every bad thing. So why do we feel the need to place blame where no blame can be found? You see, we know that the enemy, or that the devil is our enemy. So when something bad happens, it just seems ridiculous to me that we're always placing the blame on the one who loves us. So I think that it's really important to take this time and to really put our focus on the fact that when something like this, like what we had happened this week with that young man in our ministry, we have to position ourselves to say that I'm not going to blame God, but I'm going to hold on to a righteous anger to make sure that the devil will regret making this move against our lives. That he may have taken one, but you know, we are going to step back and we're going to regain strength and we're going to take a thousand for the one that he took from us. Yeah, and honestly, it's I just think of this young man and I believe he'd be disappointed if we blame God and stop serving God because of this situation. I know that every single person in eternity would say one thing. God loves you and you need to love him as well because it's an eternal decision. See, when bad things happen, we need to draw near to God because he will draw near to us. When bad things happen, we need to pray our hearts out and he will comfort us. And we need to be with each other so we can build each other up. See, why do bad things happen? Sometimes they happen, but most of the time it's the devil and, and it's because we've stepped outside of an umbrella. And I want to encourage you, don't step outside of the umbrella. But when bad things do happen and when bad things do come into play, you need to decide in your heart that the devil will pay for what has happened. Get right with God. Get your heart right. And get ready to launch forward.
We want to thank you guys again so much for listening. If you could do us a great favor and share this with some friends on your Facebook, your, your Instagram, your Twitter, we'd love to get the word out because we believe in this generation. We believe this generation will be saved, and we believe that conference will reach a minimum of 1 million people every single year. For more information, you can go to theupperroar.org. Our conference this year will be July 26, 27, and 28th in Elmira, New York. Again, theupperroar.org. Thank you so much for listening. You can give us a shout out on any social media platform as well.